Welcome to the Smartest Amazon Seller Podcast. I am your host, Scott Needham, an Amazon seller, uh, CEO of BuyBoxer, a software developer, and all this podcast is about is to try and help you become a better e-commerce professional. But today's going to be very unique. We're not going to just talk about marketplace. We're going to talk about how you can learn about what's going on. So I came across Paul Armstrong, who is here. Welcome, Paul. Hello. Thank you for having me. Paul he is a journalist, first and foremost, and talks a lot about Amazon, covers them professionally. When I saw what he was doing, I was like, oh, this is new and this is interesting. I wanted to get on and talk about it and uh, pick his brain about what it means to be an Amazon journalist. But he has a newsletter and people have heard me maybe talk about uh, another newsletter on Amazon that's very, very specific called ASGTG. Um that's ran by uh, Ed Rosenberg, and it's really good for Amazon compliance. I, I think if uh, you know that's what you learn about, like that newsletter is is is, is really good, and it's taken me uh, very long to find another one that I can honestly recommend. Uh, when I was reading it, I was very impressed. So Paul covers. Amazon, all aspects of them. And every single week he releases, uh, you know, his newsletter and he does it on Substack, which I understand is a kind of a, a direct connection to just one journalist where they can release, you know, their articles. Is that right, Paul? Give us a little bit of explanation about Substack and how you use it. Yeah, sure. So um, Substack is a newsletter platform. You don't have to charge people um, to read the newsletter, but a lot of people are starting to do that, whether it's a pound, two pound, 20 pound, 90 pounds a year, and that sort of thing. I, ch- I put mine at the same price that Amazon Prime was just because I thought that was funny, but anyway. <laughs> so um, yeah, Substack is uh, the simplest. Uh, it's like MailChimp, but ridiculously simple. Um, it's, it's increasing its functionality all the time, but um, I chose it just simply because um, it works with Stripe and other um, elements that I use. But the actual newsletter itself is very, very um, simple to understand. Um, I cover Amazon, only Amazon from various aspects. So we talk about retail, we talk about technology, we talk about content and a few other subsections. And then we have a miscellaneous section, which is, you know, various points about where Amazon gets sued or is in a court case or embroiled in some interesting uh, action. Maybe some research came out. Um, So, yeah, so on average, there's around about 50 to 60 links every week of um, what Amazon did this week, which is the name of the... um, Substack, and um, yeah, it's it's very easy to understand. Um, they're an absolutely fascinating company to um, cover, and um, yeah, we were just um, uh, featured in Wall Street Journal as well. So it's good to oh, see really? that it's getting out there. Awesome. Yeah, no, it was it was a it was a, a very funny day when I got that call. I was like, the Wall Street Journal, and he was like, yes, and I was like, got it. Okay, how can I help? <laughs> so he's been a reader for a long time, but under a different email. That's but that's the interesting thing. So thirty three percent of the um, subscribers are Amazon employees. Oh yeah, that's so awesome. So those are, those are the ones that I can identify when they come in because I do a quick LinkedIn search on them. So um, they're all pretty senior execs and um, not all in the legal team, which did shock me. Um, so yeah, so basically uh, I, I just keep that number in the back of my head because I think like if that goes down that it's not of interest to the people in the actual company. I was like, that's a, that's an issue. So yeah, it's uh, it's good. So I'm, I'm enjoying writing it. It's not an easy company to, to cover. They're so big. There's oh, just so many arms to them and there's yeah. so much going on. Yeah. It's just a 
And in some ways, like some of the arms that are just like on the surface, really not related with each other, like couldn't be further. But um, when you know the history of the company, it actually, you know, a lot of it just makes sense. And like, they, they, they definitely have an ecosystem. And I agree with you. Like I, I, I do read up a lot of news and um, what I really like about the newsletter is I often, uh, you know, get brought in on investor calls or whatever. And like, so I do need to be well versed even on things that are not completely related to uh, marketplace specifically, but like any legal issues, trends. Um, the, there's there's usually some blurbs about like what competitors are doing to react to some Amazon specific things. I thought it was uh, just really interesting and very digestible. It would also give me a better reason to delete some of my social media more often <laughs> to like, <laughs> just like block that out and focus on like, you know, like blurbs that matter versus noise and like people's commentary that like, I, I don't know, sometimes I, I, I don't necessarily need. How long have you been covering Amazon as a journalist? Um, so as a journalist, I've, I've probably covered them for not not on their own. I cover lots of things, but um, increasingly over the last sort of five to seven years, I've really been focusing on them. this um, product. It, it, I don't know when I actually decided to do it, but um, you know, sorry, what was the what was the moment where I was like, I need to write this? But um, I, I kept reading about all of the technology that came out and the various elements and how invasive it was and how interesting it was and how it all fed into a larger sort of strategy. And I went, I don't think anybody knows enough about this company, not just from a how interesting perspective they are, but also how integral they are to some countries and how um, invasive they are to some industries. And a great example is gonna be healthcare for them. You know, you you look at the strides that they're making in that and how market moving it is and so quickly, you know, they literally have to put out a press release and they can knock billions off a stock price. There's very few companies in the world that can do that um, in, in, in the same sort of way because, you know, people have that fear if Amazon does something, what that means. Not necessarily. Often in reality, it doesn't actually happen, you know, and that sort of thing. So it's kind of an interesting sort of um, power that they have that's very unique to that company. That's totally true. I mean, they can they can really move and marshal resources because in some ways they don't always, they're not always like profit first, you know, they're like, let's build an ecosystem. Let's I get market share and then figure out how to monetize later. I mean, so how do you uh, keep up with them? Like what, um, you know, what, 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 what's, give us a little bit more about like what's entailed to like, you know, jump in on Amazon. Are you, you know, you, you did suggest that you have, you know, a third of your listeners are Amazon employees. Are you ever doing any investigative journalism on your own or tell us a little bit more about your process? Sure. So I write it every Sunday. So it goes out on the same time every Sunday. And um, during the week, I have multiple um, calls with different people, some former employees, some current employees, just to sort of sense check a couple of elements and sort of really um, figure out what should be important to cover and keep an eye on. And, you know, I've heard this, is this coming? And, you know, that sort of stuff. I do not predict things in the um, newsletter. That is not its job. It's my job to know what's coming down to sort of write myself a diary of when to write about right. things. But it is not a predictive piece, so it is not. It's not meant to be that. It is and it's literally as name says what I, Amazon did that week. That's smart because predictive can get tied into commentary a lot. You know, you could be like, "Oh, I think this yeah. is going to happen because of this." Like, and there, and there are there are there are other people that cover um, big companies that do these laden 
uh, newsletters. And it's just not fair on the reader because it's like, oh, I feel like I'm missing out if I don't read the whole thing. But then also it's sort of, it's just, it's not usually enough, if that makes yeah. sense. I mean, so yeah, that's why I didn't choose to do it that way. Well, and you have it split apart in the, in the different sections. So uh, Amazon's got, as we know, like AWS, which is their web services. They've got retail, they've got uh, their media, um, uh, fulfillment or, uh, you know, they're, that's where they employ most of their people is in uh, distribution, mm-hmm. the fulfillment centers. And it's really split out. And so it's easy to jump in and out. Like uh, I thought I, there's one other newsletter that I do read that's uh, not Amazon related at all. And like, it is a little bit like I, I put a star on it every single time. I'm like, oh, I got to catch up to this, but it's a long read. It's like 15 yeah. minutes. I enjoy it but I don't always have time for that. Whereas I know this, I can, you know, um, within three minutes, digest the entire thing. Um, yeah. what I, if I do, there, there's a lot of great links to follow up on and uh, to learn more, but you don't have to do that. And it gives you the, no. the blurbs that, that you need. Um, so that's interesting that you do, um, you know, you are very active reaching out, uh, getting at least like with like current and, and former employees, uh, getting a very close insight of what's going on. Now let's dive into marketplace news. That's what's most relevant to my audience. You know, they're they're, they're gonna mm-hmm. love to to keep up to speed. What's different about like how you learn about marketplace and its many uh, arms? What kind of insights do you get, or can or the readers can expect to to get? Yeah, so most of the marketplace stuff comes under the retail um, arm of what is in what did Amazon do this week, and um, that comes from a lot of places. So there, there are a few blogs which which cover them pretty well. You know, and they'll get a press release and that sort of stuff. I'm I'm quite lucky in that sort of sense that um, a lot of people send me tips, and that's the interesting part of it. And um, I didn't set it up to be that sort of tippy thing, and I, I only cover stuff that's verified. So that's the sort of the, the focus of it. Um, when it comes to marketplace, there are lots of boards and WhatsApp groups where people are discussing hints and chips, but also there's there's usually a news element to what they do um, or hi, has everyone got this email? And then it's a screenshot and that sort of thing. And so those are the, um, the ways that uh, a lot of that sort of comes. But again, if because um, we focus on what Amazon have done this week, not what they might do next week, um, what we do is normally um, report the news on what has actually happened. So someone somewhere will yeah. have usually covered it. So um, Tame Bay is great. You know, uh, got, they've got lots of um, elements you know, to it. But the focus got, is really figuring out what's coming. Yeah, we, we've uh, we've gotten this far without even, I'm not sure if I even named it, uh, <laughs> what the newsletter is, which actually explains uh, what we're talking about right now. Like you're saying like what they did last week. The newsletter is called What Did Amazon Do This Week? And that is also, you know, how you can find it on Substack. So it's what did Amazon do this week.substack.com. That's where you'll find it. But it also, you know, kind of says like, that's your methodology. You're not like, you're not predicting like, here's what Amazon might do or like what these other industry experts are like saying, like, They've got these potential hires that they're going to like, you know, say, go into uh, healthcare in this way. You're yeah. talking about what they, what they did and um, what, what they're doing and what the impact is. 
Yes. So we're not we're not pontificating. We're not saying they might and that's the thing. We are reacting to what is actually going on for them. To forecast Amazon as a fool's errand because it's so big, it's so amorphous, and they change their mind a lot. Yeah. Um, and that's based on chatting with employees. Um, but also, like any big company, things can change on a dime, and they often do. Uh, I've worked for those companies myself, and that's the you know that that's the excitement of them, but also the issue. Yeah. Um, when it comes to um, Amazon, they have such big issues to grapple with at the moment. Unionization, union, I can't even say it, unionization, regulation, those sort of big meaty issues. You can only imagine how quickly they have to move in order to navigate those waters because things come up at them in different days. So to be an Amazon seller at the moment, that's probably the, the easiest part for Amazon because uh-huh. it's the other bits that are causing them problems. And the, and the least of which, uh, you know, they're a company that um, was forced, many companies were, but like they're, they're so broad that they had to respond to COVID in so many different ways. And this is from like hiring hundreds of thousands of people in, in the marketplace, uh, prioritizing certain things in their marketplace, um, like from the distribution to the to, to selling, compliance, and then down to even like, you know, uh, their web services got slammed. You know, I'm sure that like business was up a fair amount and, you know, streaming was through the roof. What you're saying is like they are so big and they have to like react so much uh, that they, they do. They have so many, so many teams. Like we're talking like hundreds of initiatives and each and all of them responding to, you know, into the world. And, um, and sometimes like the, uh, these teams actually get scrapped. Um, yeah. we, we were talking about healthcare. I believe I heard recently that um, they scrapped something recently in healthcare. One of their, was it the, the they, they partnered with like Warren Buffett's company, um, Berkshire, and then another, and like, they kind of went out to go do something and they're like, okay, well, we're going to scale this back now. Yeah, they're, they're doing a lot in healthcare because it's the only option they have for growth in the future. India, it was going to be China um, for the longest time because that was a big market and it was easy to sort of see where the money could come from. Because if you want to do the digit growth that they are doing, that shareholders are going to want, especially after COVID, it's kind of a rod for their own back COVID. Then you have to look to a massive trillion dollar market and that's healthcare. So for them to sort of go in and sort of say, we're doing X, Y, and Z, that doesn't make sense. So what they're doing is they're testing the water, they're buying strategic um, startups, um, pill packs, great example. And then if it's not working, then they will um, pull it back or they'll pull it back for now but they've learned what they needed to learn so it's always calculated it's never because something or it's very rare that it's ever because it's not working yeah we we can we can go off on the deep end on healthcare and there is room for innovation and you tie that with a huge logistics company they they've they've got an edge and they can really uh shake things up and i mean i i welcome it um just just so I, i i get out of these ridiculous debates about healthcare with like family members um, so, uh, let's see what is like an advantage of like, you know, you feel that Substack can bring to, uh, your readers versus like another medium. Oh, good. Uh, good question. Um, so I think brevity, we've, we've mentioned that already. It's pretty easy to scan. The other thing about Substack is you can have an archive of, um, uh, all your, uh, issues and um so you can search it so it's quite a resource actually so whenever anyone joins whether they join now or um, when it first started you get that backlog of um, content as well so you can see the analysis parts that we've done the interviews that we've done 
but also um, when they did certain things as well. So again, it's just an interesting way of running it. Could it have been a podcast? 100% it could have been. It would have taken up a lot more time than it does at the moment. Right. And for me, the idea was the brevity and make sure that people can know everything in one glance. And yeah. that, that's what, what Did Amazon Do This Week uh, does. There's, it's no surprise. I tell that about every guest. I'm like, hey, if I go under 30 minutes, I'm happy because brevity. Like, uh, I, this is geared towards professionals and, you know, that's generally what professionals want. They want like really good information, really quick. And yeah. uh, so, you know, they can throw it into the mix of all the knowledge that you kind of need to, to, to be out there. Uh, it's funny, actually, one of my um, readers contacted me um, about a week ago and they said, I don't know if you know, but your newsletter is a podcast anyway. And I was like, what are you talking about? And um, he said the Outlook app now actually allows him to read his emails through his earbuds. So <laughs> he just has what did Amazon do this week read to him anyway. So it just shows you how, and, you know, we've got Clubhouse, we've got Twitter spaces, but now it's actually an email as well. So it's like, Jesus, it's never, we're just audio creatures, aren't we? Yeah, that's right. Um, I mean, it, it is nice when it's on the go, you know, uh, how long is that podcast, uh, you know, for him to, to, for it to machine being read? How, how, do you know how long? I'll have to it's... ask him. I didn't actually ask how long it was, but it must be a good, what, like 10 minutes? Not, it's not going to be that long, is it? To right. read 60 links. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon 10, 15 minutes, something like that. So I, I highly recommend this and, um, you know, I'm reading it. And I, you know, I bet you I'll be able to read a thing or two uh, for the podcast every week. I mean, like, just like it, it'll, it'll shape and, and help me do my job better. Uh, so I just want to thank Paul so much for his time, you know, and actually, you know, it's awesome to have like a journalist that, that has this approach and has created something that's very unique and helpful to others. Because I mean, I just digest Amazon news. And so uh, if you're like me, then you can uh, come and subscri subscribe. It is, uh, you could also just follow Paul uh, on Twitter. He's uh, Paul two underscores Armstrong. And you can check out the, the Substack, uh, subscribe to it. And, and stay informed. So a very different type of podcast here just to talk about news, covering Amazon, all of the, uh, you know, the ins and outs of that. So thank you so much, Paul, for coming on. No worries. Thanks for having me. Uh, I, I really appreciate the opportunity. I think um, your audience is definitely going to be more interested in the retail section, but as, as you've mentioned, everything intersects. And I yeah. think when you look at, you know, when you look at the technology, you look at audio, how they're going to sell yeah. and that sort of stuff, really interesting. I'm very interested in the legal stuff as well. Um, anything that's like, you know, yes. that's very compliance related because uh, that has a big overarching effect to their strategy. Absolutely. We'll make sure everyone, you, you check it out and subscribe to uh, this podcast and uh, I'll uh, catch you on the next one. Take care.